It is Thursday night. I'm back with Matty G. We've got Skiddy when he gets here. Uh, he's doing an AFL pod at the moment, so he'll join us when he is ready. A uh, couple of things to talk about. Not a lot of injuries, but we've got some uh, cracking good player matchups this week. This is Fantasy Basketball International. This is Balls Deep. I'm the type to get shit done. You're the type to observe. March Madness on my speakers, but today's November 23rd. Got something loud in the blunt, yeah. Welcome to the Balls Deep Podcast, part of the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam King, at AdamKing91 on Twitter, with my cats going nuts in the background. Uh, don't mind them. They just, apparently it's time to play at 20 to 9 at night. Uh, I've got Matty G. Let's bring him in. Matty, welcome back to the show. Uh, Hello. Another week. Um, an interesting day in the NBA. Uh, I, I didn't see a lot of it because I was, well, I actually had to work hard today, which I don't like, but I had to do it. Um but I did see a couple of things, and we're going to talk. We're going to talk about them. Um, Skitty is on his way. He's just wrapping up uh, an AFL podcast. He um, calls it a real man sport, but he loves the NBA. So when he talks on an when, when he's on an NBA podcast, he goes like it's a real man sport. So it's whatever one he's appearing on at the time is is, is basically yeah, the real right. man sport. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Uh, how's your week been? Pretty good. Yeah, it is. I was telling you earlier. I am locked into one of the fantasy playoffs of my life and I've never experienced a three-week like semi-final before so it's an absolute slog so shout out this is your friends and family it's an analyst league on fan tracks uh, I'm against um, AJ Lou and it's crazy it's it's three six but we're tied on 31 threes our yeah. free throw percentage is within 0.4 there's four rebounds difference. We're tied on steals. There's two blocks difference, and there's only 30 points difference. And I have been just hit by disaster after disaster, like out at the last minute, like KCP going out at the last minute today and Caruso missing a game and those valuable guys. So, mate, yeah, just love it. Love it. You know, it's we were talking about this. Like, it jazzes you up when you get into this. Like, this is what fantasy is really all about. Like, when you come to the home stretch and you get close competition like this. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's right. Um, the, and this time of the year, if, if you're in a league that where people know what they're doing, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tight, um, which is what you want. That's why you play in these leagues. It, it is nice to play in a league with people that might not know what they're doing and you yeah. know, just have a, a cruisy win. But, uh, yeah, it does get to a point where it's nice to have some tight matchups. Um, how you how are you doing in your matchups? Hello, by the way, to... Uh... To uh, our boy over here, life of Cuz, uh, in there getting the uh, and when you're ready on as well, getting on the beers already, <laughs> beers boys and banter, which we love to see. Though I've opted for the rosé tonight, Cuz. What what are you on tonight, Kingy? Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm back on the uh, the little fat lamb, but the strawberry and lime Ooh. tonight. Uh, so yeah, although I've called the show blokes beers and basketball, we're actually not drinking beers, but. Uh, it sounds better than rosé and, uh, and nice, uh, flowery, watery, alcoholic cider. Yes, rosé is so, cider, boys. Yes, yes. Uh, how lovely. Uh, yeah, look, if you, if you do have questions, throw them in there. I'm happy to, happy to take them as we go through the show. Um, yeah, my matchups are going okay. Um, I think I've still got about five leagues, five or six going. Um, not into the playoffs in any of them yet. Uh, but getting close, a week or two away. So mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the playoffs in probably four or five. Uh, so yeah, look, I'll have things to do. I'm gonna I'm looking at some pickups tonight. See if I can get anyone for a low volume day tomorrow. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. So let's bring up the questions. We're not gonna wait for Skitty because who knows what he's doing. But he'll be here eventually. He'll get here. He'll show up and he'll be glorious. He will. The first thing I want to talk about is is something that happened today. Uh, not something you see every day when an NBA player f- is charged by police uh, for an incident in the arena before the game. This is um, 
could I ask, do you have more on this than I do? Because this just seems to be like, I'm not going to say it's some Illuminati MBA type stuff, but the way that it's kind of come out has been very systematic with how it's happened and how the story's evolved. Mm. All in, it's, it's a fight beforehand. It's in the tunnels and it's escalated yep. from in the tunnels beforehand. And generally speaking, players can arrive through the same tunnel, but they go to different areas of the stadium, especially the home stadium. So he punched Eubanks and the league is expected to receive the footage of it. So, but they're unclear of how it started. Have you got any more details on that? No, the 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 sons have come out and said it was unprovoked. Um, yeah. Which I mean, of course, they're going to stand by their guy. Paces haven't up. Yep. Oh, sorry, Paces. Pistons haven't said anything, so it probably doesn't bode well for Stewart. And he has a history of this. Um, you remember the LeBron that? James incident? Are you talking? Um, there's plenty of memes. If you haven't seen it, just Google yep. Isaiah Stewart meme, and and it's the one where he basically just tries to mow down, mow through everyone to get to LeBron James. Um, yep. So this was about, I want to say it was one, it was it was like three hours before tip off too. So this wasn't an hour before tip off, just before as they were coming out to. This was before even pregame stuff. So yeah. how they came to cross paths in the in the tunnel, I, I don't know. Um, but given police were involved and he has been charged, it doesn't look I, good. Um, I This is the one thing that got me in the whole, um, like, you know, when they start to write it up and they give you little tidbits, the thing that evolved over time, I'm actually just looking back. There's been they, These guys haven't been teammates, have they, ever? There's no previous no. teammate history that I don't think there was. Not that I'm aware of, unless it's like a a college like before the NBA kind of thing, but yeah, or um, some international random exhibition, because this is the thing. Stuart and Eubanks were going chest to chest before mm. a swing to Eubanks lip area connected, which is nice police political talk for he smacked him in the face. Yeah. Like she was yeah. just hitting point blank in the face. So yeah. Suspension coming for him, James Wiseman time. Uh <laughs> yeah, well, suspension, yes. Um season uh, look I, I think he could be done for the year a hundred percent like uh, there's yeah given his history as well it doesn't yep. it, it's like the Draymond thing like 100 percent. you build up a, a reputation then um it, it catches up with you eventually so yeah look chances are he's done for the season um career i, I mean i don't know like, it, it, yeah it's I wouldn't probably wouldn't say career given Miles Bridges is thriving and playing well <laughs> this season. Um, this is true, but but yeah, look, it, it's not a good look. Uh, and as I said, the fact that the Pistons have not come out yet and said anything probably doesn't bode well. Or maybe they're just I don't know getting like, the ducks in a line first. But they're going to have to be for surely because you can't like this is just this yeah. is blatant. This is like blatant beating the shit out of somebody and the police yeah, had yeah. to get involved P- police had to get involved to break it up as well which i found was the like they were nearby but he's his sal when does he when when did he say that his con when is his contract done oh, i wouldn't have a clue i'm not a because this is this is a wave of wire yeah this is a wave of wire wave of wire it's just it's a shame it's just a bloody shame that it happened it, came, came to this it is um so the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is more of a general topic rather than uh, – and it, it's something that annoys me and has annoyed me all season. And today I saw footage of Devin Booker getting ejected for doing nothing. Yep. Um, yep. It was we've ridiculous. seen it. We saw Jokic get ejected this year for nothing. Uh, the refs, just just their, their tendency to just fall back on tech foul for, for nothing. Like – when I know the NBA, obviously, is, the level is astronomical compared to what I play oh, at local basketball. But as a player, and, I, and I'm sure, I don't know, I wouldn't say 100%, but most players would be of, of the same opinion. For me, a good ref is a ref that you can approach and that mm-hmm. understands that emotion is part of the game and players are going to vent and it, it's rarely personal. Uh I, I, if if you say something personal to a ref, attack them personally or the family, whatever. Yes, tech, whatever. Yeah, 100%. But like you get a tech for bouncing the ball too high. 
for like hitting the the backboard, not the backboard, but like the structure of the ring when when you get a foul or something like just thing that I've the seen rest one, just- I saw one the other week where the guy like got the ball and it was like he was unhappy that it, like it was a turnover. I can't remember what game it was. Was it an OKC game? It was an innocuous game. It was versus an. It was just a team that wasn't very good. Anyway, so they've got the ball, and they've just tossed, tossed it behind. Like they've literally just turned. And you know when you're in a basketball game, you've got the ball in your hand after a call. You need to hand it over, surrender, or you're not supposed to touch it. Like the rule is, don't touch yeah. it or surrender yeah. it to the opposing player or pass it to the referee. The guy's turned and he's just been like he's flicked it backwards, but he's just made the referees like the umps life so hard that the umpire like the ref just had to step ones like one to the left and put yeah. in their hand yeah but they were standing there and it went to their side so they take them up for throwing the ball yeah and they yeah. were just like oh well, whatever like like this and they've just tossed it like innocuously thrown the ball backwards yeah. and this comes back to the other day as well refs get it wrong like we all saw the l2m report from the new york yeah. Knicks game the other day and that was an egregious conference and when i watched the back i was like they're not gonna do they're not gonna and they did and then it went to Secaucus and it stuck and then the yeah. L2M report actually says it's wrong. So the amount of wrongness that was there by the officials, yeah, I do think they are a bit of a protected species. Oh, and Skitty's here. And Skitty is here. Here look at this. Let's go on, my boys. Anyway, I do apologize for my tardiness. Um, That's uh, all right. We're, we're, we're here AFL. talking about a, a real man's sport, basketball. Okay, um, okay. Right. I see and we know you here. said that. And, and, and we know that Mick Dell is the most beautiful man in podcasting and you couldn't put up with us too. But still... Like, come on! No, no. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, look. Okay, look. I gotta do. I gotta do this, and I gotta do that. I'm, I'm a very important and wanted man that everyone wants to, you know, talk That's about. Right. But I appreciate you guys having me here. So I'm here now. I'm ready oh, to talk NBA. I'm ready to be here with you two gorgeous men. So I'm in. I'm ready to go. Mate, and no, honestly, straight up, huge podcast um, with you and and Big Horse tonight. So shout out to you two for a cracking AFL potty, mate. So, but what are your thoughts, uh, Skitty? Because I know that you have them on referees. Uh, King, you made a good point. Do you think they're a protected species? That they're just how, how long happy? do we have? <laughs> Could do a whole pot on it, trust me. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, uh, I think they are a bit too whistle happy, and I think they are getting a little bit too full of themselves. Um, like today, for instance, today in that Phoenix Suns game, the Suns had twenty four free throws at halftime. Like, come on, like they can't be failing that much, e- even in like the um the Jazz games. Like there was. So many calls where it was, you know, calls that would go Lakers way and then the exact same thing would happen to the Jazz and they'd just be like, oh, no, we yeah. didn't see shit. You're like, come on, all right. And then you turn around yeah. and you try and say something and next thing you know, oh, well, you know, it's a it, it's a flagrant. They call it way too early. I, yeah. I've seen earlier in the year, Max Struess gave the ball back to the referee and it was a tech foul. You're like, what are you doing? That's, like, come on, pull your head It out. happened the so, other week. It's like if you don't just – see at them and be like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, miss. I'm sorry. And walk away. It's like, it it could be. You could call one of the females miss and then it could be there. Or you could call them, sir, and be like, are you, come on. It's not sarcasm. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to talk to you as a professional, but uh, it is. I agree. I agree. I think we're all agreed. Yeah. I think for me, they just don't have a feel for, and I mean, look, this could be coming from above. It might be a a direct, like a, a direction from someone else, but for me, as I said, a ref, a good referee is someone who understands that there is emotion. If you get a, if you get a dunk, a big dunk, you want to celebrate a bit. hundred percent. If if you're taunting in the face of a player, okay, maybe not. But if you're just flexing, if you're just hanging on the ring a little bit, just let them play. And it's just getting and and the refs for me the the sad part is they're not held accountable. Like they came out and they said these refs got it wrong, Sakorkas yep. got it wrong. Okay, and so what? Nothing. They'll just be refing the next night, getting their paycheck. And it I, doesn't cost them anything. Can I ask you, has it gone so far, especially by way of the celebration and the taunting thing? Let's be let's go back to when okay, let's go back a couple of years to when Lance Stevenson absolutely <laughs> broke. Do you remember Lance Stevenson absolutely when he was playing for the Lakers, absolutely breaking Uncle Jeff Green's? Jeff yeah, yeah. yeah Jeff, Jeff's legs in half and Jeff, yes. Jeff stumbled back and kind of walked away and was like, oh, shit. And he's just pulled up from the midi and he's hit the midi and he's gone back and I don't want to stand up because I'm wearing – you know what? I will because I'm wearing my Valentine's Day boxer shorts. And he's <laughs> done one right. of these ones. Yeah. Thank you. He's done, he's done one of these ones 
And it was huge. The Lakers bench was on the floor. JaVale McGee pretty much had a heart attack and was sitting there with his mind blown. And it was entertainment. It was good for the game. It was yeah. good for the memes. It was good for socials. Yeah. But you'd never see that today, would you? No. That's a tech well, I mean, that's, Joe that's, that's a tech. does the crotch, the DX yeah. crotch thing yeah. when he, he – So it. what? Like just – uh, Yeah. It, it's Yeah. Anyway, how long have we got? Not long enough. Yeah, um, exactly right. Uh, so I'll, I'll bring up. I've, done, I've only done. There's actually not a lot to talk about in terms of injuries and stuff tonight because we're heading into the All Star break. So mm-hmm. everyone's just getting like an eight day, nine day break now. So mm-hmm. um, we will have next week. We'll have a lot of injury stuff oh, to yeah. talk about. But so I just thought I'd go with. Uh, given that we've got our drinks, um, what's your Shout favorite? Out. Where you are? Favorite bar? Favorite watering hole? Favorite? Restaurant that might be a bar as well. Um, can you go first? Can you, you? I think you should go first. Can you always ask us? And you're yeah, always the I last with a hat. But you, then we got to bring it back to you. Tell us your local favourites, mate. Uh well, there's a few. <laughs> Let's be honest. Ooh, let's go. Um, depending <laughs> on where I where I am, if I'm if I'm out. Um, so for anyone that's easy in Australia or knows Australia, and I've probably been through this where I live. I live adjacent to Canberra, so I'm not in Canberra. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got to travel about 20 minutes to get into the city, yeah. um, which is an easy drive, very, very easy drive. So if I do go into Canberra, which I often do because uh, I work in Canberra uh, and we go into the movies or something like that, my, my yep. mate and I usually hit up Grease Monkey. Um, yep. So Grease Monkey is I a – I have no idea if it's just a Canberra thing or if it's in other places. I'm not sure. Um, but a really good range of beers – very good pizza, great burgers, um, a lot mm-hmm. of sport everywhere. Just it's a, it's an outdoor eating area, so um, there are covered areas, but you gen, you're basically outside with the heaters going, sports on. Um, yeah, pretty relaxed, pretty chilled out. If I'm staying in Queanbeyan, uh, ooh, it's probably probably the the old bowling club in Queanbeyan. Um, they okay. they renovated okay. it probably. I want to say four or five years ago, uh, called Campbell and George now, and it's Campbell likewise. George, yeah. It's it's just a a nice chilled out sort of good food, good beer, sport. There's a big outdoor space for kids to just run around. Uh, the old lawn bowling greens they've just turned them into grass for the kids to run around on. Um, oh, lots of outdoor eating. So yeah, I do I do like outdoor places. Like eating outside yeah. is is nice. Um, not that we get to do it all year here in Canberra. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. It does get pretty chilly in winter, <laughs> but um, at the moment, perfect weather for eating outdoors. Nice. Beauty. No, um, mean, I'm pretty easy. Mine's just the pub. Like, local pub, yeah. you just go down, beers, you got the tracks eye going, you got the horses going, sports going in the back. Oh, mate, it's, um, yeah, just like a pub if I'm going out of the city, I don't know. I've been everywhere here, there, and there. So, but yeah, for me, I'm just a pub like. So that's me. How about you? You are a man of the people. You are a man of the people. The first time, the first time I met you face to face, I was like, "Where are you today?" And it was like getting like a a drunken oh, beer yeah. stop of like. Do you remember? I, I ran. I, I was in. I was in Melbourne for forty eight hours, yeah. like an overnighter, and you were there with your miso. And if you, I know you were just outside of axe throwing at Strike Bowling Bar oh, yeah. in the city <laughs> while there was a protest going on. And you and I ended up meeting each other face to face for the first time after two K when a whole bunch of protesters were coming down the way about I don't know Trump or virginity or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was going on at the exact same time, and that was so you were a man of the people. I I like I like the vicar. Um, I live north of the wall here in Sydney now. So I live in the, I live up in the suburbs. It's near where I work. Uh, so there's a place that's on the way home. It's this nice big pub and we do work functions out there as well. Big TV section, big pun section, fireplace. It's called the Vicar here in Sydney. So if you're north of the wall, I recommend that. But I guess we need the favorite hole or restaurant. I think it's got to come to, uh, oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? There's, there's a place that's got a, it's a soft spot in my heart. I know it's my wife's favorite spot for a breakfast. It's called The Grounds of Alexandria here in Sydney. Uh, that or just getting a, a brekkie burger nearby, like a, a breakfast burger, like just straight yeah. up. You know, nothing better. Like a hash brown inside your brekkie burger. <sighs> Shout out to like even like the Brook at Cher- the Brook, the Brook Eatery in Cherry Brook does a double sausage patty with a hash brown on the inside. Oh, treat yourself like a king. Mm. It is. It, that's probably my go-to. It's uh, that's the one. We've got heaps of questions. 
Yeah, we do. We do. Um, I, I do love a good brekkie. Uh, I am, a, yep. if, if we're out for lunch or whatever, if, if they do an all-day breakfast, that, it's usually the way I go. Um, and in Canberra, Kingy, Penny University, the lady who runs that, queen, lover, but you also have the best sexual reference coffee shop uh, in Australia, the Cupping Room. Yes, we do have the Cupping Room. <laughs> Skitty's like, I, I will go there. Sounds like a great time. It very, is very good. Very good time. It's very good. Very good. I just thought we'll go through some questions first. There's, there's a few yep. in there. PJ Washington, yep. is he done? Um, I, as I said, I didn't see a lot of the games today, so I'm just pulling up, flicking through stats. And uh, yeah, look, Skitty, I think you have very big feelings about this. No, he's not done. He's just getting used to the Mavericks' way of doing it. Look, he hasn't played with the players like Kyrie and Luca. Like, he has to get integrated into the Mavericks' offense and into their system. He'll be fine. Just give him a little bit. He works well for how they're trying to do it. I think he'll be all right. It's going to be here and there. What are you worried about? Him shooting one of nine. Like, he does that. Like, that's what he does. But we're there for the big games. Take his time. Hold it out. He'll be right for a little bit. If he sucks in three weeks, then get rid of him. And this is still the thing, though. They're more concerning, which is if you want to talk about one of your horses for the year, Skitty, that's just come good for you no matter what he's doing, Daniel Gafford is just whipping it out and just whacking it on everybody's heads at this point. Uh, another another, another great double-double today, to be fair, by Daniel Gafford. The thing with that was it's 23 minutes to Gafford. Still seems handicapped by minutes. Lively returned 17 minutes from him, which impacted PJ Washington. Yeah. He still played 28 minutes. So he still played the third most minutes of any starter in this game today. So there will be games where PJ is good and there will be some games where he's not good. And Cuz, I love that from you. Yes, he is a stash if you have an IL spot because Skitty and I are about to cover that in the inside pod later. So giveaway, teaser for the next one that's going to drop. We're talking about strategies for this break. And Kingy, I don't know about you for strategies, but this is a nice time to find little stashes you get. If you've got an IL spot, like, yeah, why not? If you've got an IL, t- tuck him in there. Just just tuck him in. Yeah. Yeah, he's close. Uh, yeah. And, and obviously, he's only for certain teams. If, if you don't need assists or steals, don't worry about him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if, if, you're, if you just need a little bump, um, he, he's going to be eased back in. He's not going to come back in and play 28 minutes or anything. But even yeah. in 24 minutes, he could get you eight assists and a steal or 100%. 1.3 steals or something. So... Um, yeah, I think if you've got an AR spot, he's worth throwing in there. Uh, and, and yeah, look, strategy at this time of year is pretty key. Um, I did yeah. a show uh, yesterday yesterday with uh, Alex Barutha just talking about uh, punting at this time of year. So oh, yeah. if you're heading into your fantasy playoffs and you only need to win 5-4 in the playoffs, mm-hmm. so have yep. a look at what your strengths are yep. and really hone in on those. So good time to be making some trades if your league's trade deadline hasn't. Past, can you can you just can you just put up now that's another point about knowing your trade deadlines it's coming around that really time of the year where it can creep up on you so just make sure that you stay like tune into your leagues just check your league settings no matter who you are who where you are what league you play in just be just get trade savvy if you're keen for it and jump onto one of those soon uh when you're ready oh when you are ready reedy when you are reedy this bloke is everywhere who would you yeah. rather have in a 14 team 11 cats i don't know your 11 cats though reedy yeah can you put that in Caruso, Nemhard, rest of the season. I would just say I love Caruso and what he's doing right now yeah. across the board. As my gut, Kingy, Skitty, your thoughts? If it's nine cat, then you take Caruso, in my opinion. He, you know, he can get you the blocks. He's one of the only three guards that is averaging a block per game this year, as well as a steal per game. Can get some assists. I know he didn't start today, but that was because Cavaliers had uh, the Mobley Allen. Uh, big lineup, and when the Bulls face teams with big lineups like, you know, the Timberwolves or the Cavs, they will start both Drummond and Birch. It's just what they do. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too worried about Caruso coming off the bench today. It's alternating between him and DeSumo. So I, I don't know what your other two cats are, mate, but um, if it's nine cat, I'll take Caruso. I, depending on your other two, then yeah. Uh, yep. Caruso for me, pretty comfortably, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Caruso. Health. It's always a worry with Caruso. He always yeah. seems mm-hmm. to find a way to get injured. But if he can he stay does, healthy, he? Um, he, he's comfortably a top 100 player rest of season, mm-hmm. where Nemhard is is more on that fringe sort of 130, I think, 
Yep. Also, shout out to uh, shout out to Caruso for being the little white Wolverine that could, because he can come back from a toe injury within like a game or two of being off. And whereas some people before the All Star break with a bit with a sore bung toe, if they've bumped into their bloody shower, have to take two weeks to come back. So, well done to Caruso. Yeah, he is. He gets injured a lot, but he comes back quickly. So he does. He sort of plays three, misses one, plays two, misses two, plays five, misses one. So, <laughs> bit in and out, but uh. Alinek was dropped today after seven minutes yeah. today um, in a 14 team. If is he a pickup, would you drop Wendell Carter to pick him up? Well, he was injured today, so yeah. he did only play seven minutes, but he did have a back injury yeah. or, or he supposedly got a back injury. Um, no word on whether this is going to keep him out longer okay. than just this game. Um, I don't know. If, if he was – he's playing on a team that – I'm really not sure what their direction is, so it's hard yeah. to know whether they're just going to rest him or try and get him yeah. back on the court. Um, so it's uh, mm. I'd probably it's hold Carter. Him. I know Carter hasn't been great either, yeah. um, oh. but I feel like he's, his role is a, at least he's going to play. Yeah, yeah, and he had and he's had his spurts and his flashes, and that's what Wendell does. Like he'll have those moments. Remember when he came back from injury? And people dropped him and he was like, oh, yeah. he played 14 minutes tonight. Oh, he played 16 minutes tonight. They're not going to start him because they've got Goga and they've got, well, he's buggered off, but they've still got, you know, they've still got Mo Wagner on the bench. So Goga's buggered off for five minutes. Mo Wagner today, 13 minutes. So there's still a rotation of three bigs there. But at least when he pops, Carter has a greater chance to pop overall and, and do some mm. big things. Whereas the pop-offs for Kelly Olynyk just seem like he's random triple-double nights and you never know when they're going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he'll he'll end up with 14 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists and three steals mm-hmm. like that. But you'll never know when it's coming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've dropped uh, a Linux in two leagues today because okay. yeah. I had him. He was good, but he's not that good that I need to hold him when I can get. I mean, one of them's a shallow league, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's not that good based on what we've seen. Um, if Toronto yep, were playing for 30 minutes, I'd be holding him, but they're not. Uh, Skids, give us a quick AFL fantasy tip for the season. Uh, sorry, life of cars. I do super coach, mate, not AFL fantasy. But if you do do super coach, Gorn, Grundy, Ruck combination, bang. That's all. That's you done for your classic AFL super coach. Right there, your, your rucks are sorted there, mate. But unfortunately, I can't give you a massive tip on AFL fantasy. I, I do apologize. Super coach is your vibe. Super coach is yeah. your vibe. <laughs> super coach is where it's at. <laughs> uh, are we going to see a re-emergence of Wiseman? God, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> I hope, I, no, no, no. I, I hope so. Just so we can all just shake our heads collectively at Wiseman being the number one pick that year. I should uh, still see it like... Two. Or two. But I just... Yeah. yeah I just see it being out there. Like, I still... It's, I just... I've heard it, I heard it was on the Bill Simmons podcast today and they were chopping up. Uh, him and Logan Murdoch. It was from a week ago where they're talking about like the Warriors and their reemergence of, uh, of of them being great and a great game today with the Warriors and the Clippers. By the way, like this is that was a good hammer and tongs from a modern rivalry. Like really loved that game. Like I watched that back from all of it. I was I had it on the car plan in the background and but it was all talking about like the pick where Wiseman and they could have had a bunch of other guys. Like could they have had Franz Wagner and these other blokes around the season and and what could have been. Man, I don't know. This is just are we gonna if they're forced to play it, it's Monty Williams. We all know that the Pistons are already like an absolute. Someone put it in the chat before. Let me can we can you bring this up? Uh, Jake Pope's message there. Um, the Pistons are hacks. Shout out oh, Jake yeah. Pope. Yeah, yep. there we go. Yes, this is this is what you're dealing with. So are we going to see a reemergence? Possibly, but is it going to be worth you by getting a guy who's more steady? Absolutely not. No. Kingy, your thoughts? Yeah. No, don't. No. 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 Hail Skidmore. Now, I'm just, I'm just reading the tea leaves here. Is this a... Yep. 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 Uh, yep. Should that be maybe, dropping, yep that, no, that is my younger brother. Yes, that is. And he's very, Jokic. very good. I'll let you answer this one. Should we be dropping Jokic after today's game? Downward trend. Yeah, no, look, he's definitely picking up on the downward downward trend. Yes, Kale, obviously you should drop Jokic. I am in that league. I will pick him up. Um, no, <laughs> no, no. Obviously, we it's one bad game. No, of course not, Kale. But still funny. Actually, I want to bring up this with you guys, and I hope Kale is still paying attention and watching. 
In that league, so. we did have a little bit of uh, drama uh, in that Ooh. league where one of the boys uh, accidentally dropped Kristaps Porzingis and he said that his phone died and he's absolutely shit what? himself or something like that. So he dropped Kristaps Porzingis. Kale was first to pick up Porzingis. And now people are saying, oh, you know, you should give him back. You shouldn't give him back. Where do you hold guys up, hold up. No, 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 no. Because there's a <laughs> bunch of happened. shit that goes wrong. As a commissioner, I'm putting my commissioner hat on straight away. And if he's done that and it's fucked up and he's known that straight away, he knows that whether you're on Fantrax, ESPN, or on Yahoo. And, and Kingy, you're yeah, a commissioner yeah. now as well. So you know that that happens immediately. There is a waiver period for it to clear. You cannot pick up a guy automatically. If he's if he's, if he's if he's screwed the pooch on that one, you've got to push oh, three no buttons to confirm. There's there, well, there's no wait time. No, no, there's no waiver. Yeah, we don't have waiver times. As soon as someone's dropped, you can pick them up straight away. We don't do that waiver. No. Crap. Yeah, it's great. That's poor commissioner management. No, fantastic. Oh, Jesus. But the commissioner oh. didn't want to override it. So what do you think, Kingy? Oh jeez! Uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I'd he's fine. Yeah, I'd have to, li- I'd have to listen to the off. reasoning for it um, because that, I mean, as fucked up as Maddie said, this isn't a you just click on them and they're dropped. Like you've got to confirm. <laughs> you've like so you've got to hit the button a couple of times to do it. Um, it's yeah. going to it's almost with you. it's are almost you sure in your head with a pillow. Like, are you sure? <laughs> and especially if it's yeah. Chris, ba- Chris Apps, you get an extra one. Like, this is a non-droppable guy, motherfucker. Are you sure? <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, it's. I'm trying to think if it's happened in my – it has happened in a couple of my leagues, but not – I don't have that setting where they're immediately available. Yeah, um, no. So the, so the manager has contacted me and said, oh, I accidentally dropped – it was Anthony Edwards yep. last year. Yeah. And I noticed him. I noticed him pop up. Yeah. Because I got the email saying Anthony Edwards has been dropped. And I went, and yeah, that's go, oh, not oh, right. Oh. He messaged me within 10 minutes and said, yeah, this is right. And I said, yeah, that's fine. And yeah. I put him back on his team. Yeah. Um, I once, and but this is the thing though, yeah. this goes with you. You're within 10 minutes, the guy's message and whatever. I was once in a league. And it was it was the same guy. It was, I can't remember who it was. They had the same surname. I don't know it was a green or a brown or a bloody Wagner for all I know. But talking about Wagner's, funnily enough, um, and they, they missed me like I just touched the wrong one. I had both on my team. I, I, a Thompson, they're both fucking a Thompson for the love of God. Imagine if you wanted to like drop a Sarah instead of uh, Amen, uh, Amen or Amen, whatever you want to say, you know. Like, and that was the and the guy messaged me straight away, and I was like, look, absolutely not a problem. Cheers. I reversed the decision, and the league blew up because they're all sitting there just salivating like, I want that guy, I want that guy, I want that guy. And I'm like, it's the guy messed up. He did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. How quick did they message the commission? Though is the question. Like they've done it, their phones turned back on magically within two minutes, and they've messaged. Or uh, don't know, mate. I was working, but uh, yeah, probably there was a bit of uh, <laughs> bit of a blow up in the chat. So it was good fun yeah. to watch that happen all today. And uh, Kale had Porzingis for a day, so big win for him, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, he had a, for a day, for a day, one day, and yeah. Porzingis got injured and didn't even play really. So yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Like the day. <laughs> absolutely huge. Uh, so we'll move on to our our matchups uh, for the week. You guys have no idea yeah. who my two guys are, so we will no no we'll idea get to that uh, at the I end. Like getting kept in the dark. The <laughs> the first one uh, we've got is Franz Wagner and Pascal Siakam. Now, whose was this? Mm-hmm. That was mine. That was yours. All right. Well, I'll let you uh, take us away with with this one. Um, yep. Franz or Pascal? Okay, so I'm going off of the last three weeks of uh, mm-hmm. of fantasy basketball. Franz Wagner is currently 35th. Uh, mm-hmm. That is including today as well. And Pascal Siakam, if I can find out where he just was, and I have lost. Ah, sorry, he's 53rd, right? Mm-hmm. So Pascal, after getting moved over from Toronto to Indiana, um, I think it's pretty safe to say it's just not the same Pascal in every sense of the word that we are used to that he was doing in Toronto. Um, Franz, though, has just been a light the last couple of weeks. We saw his massive outbursts where it was he was shooting at about 70% in the game as well. Magica actually putting his faith in him. I know they didn't do it as much today where Palos was the main scorer, but Franz still had 20, and he had three steals, and he still gets assists, and he still gets rebounds. What I'm bringing to you guys is I know that Pascal Siakam was the higher pick, right? Pascal was taken probably, you know, around 
30s to 40 range, while France was closer to 60, 70. Are you guys looking at, hey, if I had, if you had this trade in front of you and you had Pascal Siakam and someone gave you Franz Wagner, who has been better than him this last month, would you look forward to after All-Star break and you go, all right, I can, I, I'll be happy to, uh, to trade Pascal for Franz since he's moved to Indiana? I'll go with G first. Oh, thanks. I'm I've I've immediately got a gut reaction because I recently traded away Franz Wagner. So he came back from his injuries, and after his first couple of games, I was talking about potential for the rest of the season, and I wanted to be able to consolidate some other areas. I actually traded him pretty much, it turned out directly. I traded Franz and Kobe White for in our league, in our friends and family league, Skitty. You're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I traded for Colin Sexton. Uh, Colin Sexton and and t- former teammate of Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and someone else. There was another piece involved in the trade. I got, I got three pieces. I wanted to lock it down with that. I keep on looking back, and I might have buyer's remorse. Look, I was fine with Sexton because I know I know what Colin Sexton does. I know what he is. I know what he's going to do. I know what Kobe White's going to do. But I also was doing that when Kobe White was going to be taking a bit of a knockback because Zach Levine was coming back. And now I look at that trade with Zach Levine being out for the season. <laughs> and I look at what Franz Wagner is doing for the season. And I'm like, Jesus, Mother Mary and Joseph, I've got buyers from us. I think Franz has been on an absolute tear lately. Mm-hmm. Like his scoring output, it's insane. Like 21, 15, but the 36, the 34, and the 38, there is occasion. Like this is the thing. His efficiency has been incredible since Mm -hmm. coming back. And as you said, in the last three weeks, he's been basically plus 500 from the field. And on the season, he is sub, he is sub 400. He's sub 480. So this is a massive boost that we've seen in the last few weeks by 0.06, which is a big bump in field goal percentage. So look, the rest of the way, me personally, thinking that he is the number two dog in Orlando, I'm just going to take, I'm going to take Franz. Uh, and the only reason I involved him in a trade in the first place was because it was involving Scotty Barnes while I could cross the board to give me some more peripheral stats than he does. But Jesus, the guy with three steals today is nice, but then when we go three games without that. So I wanted consistency and I got that, but but France is is, is amazing. So he's he's on a tear. What about you, Kingy? Uh France easily for me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even think I need to yeah. I, I think France next year will be top thirty. Um Dynasty, I reckon he's probably top twenty. I think he's really oh, yeah. good, Franz. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We, we're just, I think we're just seeing now what he can do. Both ends of the floor, he can handle the ball, he can hit his shots. Um, he's not having. Last year we saw him; he was really good to start the season, and then he he dipped in the, in yeah. the sort of the last 20, 30 games. This year he started to do that again. He was really good and he started to dip, but he's picked it back up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Magic are con- not, they're not contenders, but they're, they're in postseason discussion yeah. um, and will be for the foreseeable future, uh, which mm-hmm. I know the paces are as well. But um, yeah, for me, this is Wagner. Pretty yep. comfortable. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And uh, shout out to Big Horsey who's watching right now after the AFL pod too because he goes, hey, that's the guy from the <laughs> AFL show. And that's not me. So I see that's you down there. Here we go. Woo! Let's bring up his – I'll bring up his – just so he can get his five minutes of fame here on the, on, the on the real sports show. Um, oh, oh, whoa! No, hey, 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 hey. The real sport being basketball. Thank you. Uh, no, oh, on, baby. Not aerial ping pong. I mean, what was that? My, my And my dad took me to AFL as I was a kid. I do not understand. I used to put together the bloody Brisbane Bears banners. My dad said, are we going to go watch the aerial ping pong this weekend? I'm like, you're fucking taking me, mate. Like I'm, I'm yeah, going to I, this sport. Oh, I can't say it. I love AFL. I love- Me too. Yeah, I love Mick, AFL. Mick, don't agree with them on that. No, no, no. AFL is the shit. All right. You can I just say? Can I just say though? <laughs> AFL and basketball are hands down two of the best spectator sports in the world to watch. Like we right. love it. If if you if you love sport, if you're a sport fan and you go to a if you go to a basketball game, there's something happening. There's movement. There's stuff on the field. Just the same way as AFL. Like AFL is absolutely bloody fantastic. The ball zigs all over the bloody, all over the pitch. It's amazing. Huge running spaces. And you just cheer and drink, drink all game long. And it's it's massive. So 
Yeah, we're really blessed to support down here. Who hasn't? I mean, there's not going to be merry Americans or anything, but for people that haven't watched AFL, it is a hundred percent better live. Oh, um, oh AFL, so, AFL yeah. it's phenomenal watching it live. Whereas rugby league, perfect TV sport because <laughs> yeah. the ball yeah. is in one spot, the camera can follow it. AFL, you go to a game and there's so much happening off the ball that oh, you yeah. can't see on the TV. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how. Oh, no, I, I, look, rate the sports one to three. I've I've played a lot of sport. Kingy, I'm a I'm six four. I know we've talked about we're both big bloody tall blokes and whatever. So we've been we've played a lot of sports where you have to be tall and play. So I played. American football. I played rugby league, rugby union, AFL, basketball my whole life. Ranking sports from toughness downwards, rugby union with a bullet is number one. Like rugby union, the, the, the physical hits on that one, but the cardio and hits that you take in AFL, put it like two, like with a bullet. Like it's not like rugby league is down there. Like it's, 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 you got padding and whatever, but AFL, the endurance on that sport is bloody ridiculous. And basketball, just the, I love basketball. It's the best team yeah, sport. Yeah, I remember, um, Oh, we're off topic a little bit, so I won't take too long. But I remember probably three three years ago, I want to say, uh, playing here in Canberra in the um, Premier League out here. And there was a – I can't remember what the team was called, but it was basically just a bunch of young AFL dudes. One of them was Tom Green. Who's the Who's the – G, GWS midfield so, young uh t- yeah that's Tom Green yeah, yeah. Tom Green oh, yeah. so Tom the Green was playing Kobe Green yeah so Tom Green was playing yep and uh and he some of his AFL mates just Ooh. to get fit off season and his endurance and he like he and just his explosiveness and because yeah. he's not he's tall but he's not yeah. super tall he, he'd be six foot he's about but, six yeah 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 oh, just he could he could like. Being an older style player, it's it's all about boxing out and, and finding position yeah. to get those rebounds. Yeah, you do that yeah. against that team, and he just almost jumps over me over you. to get a rebound. Yeah. Like it was. Mate, we played incredible. we played Sydney basketball real? league on a Wednesday night, and Adam Goods was here when he moved up to the Swans. Oh, he had a couple shit. of other mates. So yeah, Goodsy was playing. There was another bloke who came up here, and another Indigenous player who had just retired and started playing casually on Wednesday night, and a couple of the young Michael O'Loughlin. No. Give me another one. No, uh, shit, I can't off the top of my head. Mickey, I look was the main guy for Sydney. And there was another bloke I can't remember. Goodsy came down afterwards, and would, he would just tap in. He would Adam Goods would magically appear on a Wednesday night and, just, and come for a run. <laughs> they had a couple of the younger blokes, but the younger blokes would like. It was like watching dunk, Blake Griffin in the dunk contest, jumping over a fucking Kia to get a rebound. Yeah, like I'd yeah, be there boxing really out. And the dude would just be like, oh, sorry, that's your nuts in my face. Oh, you got the ball? That's okay. You deserve that, Archer. Like, they're physical. Like, the physicality is amazing. Yeah. 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 Talking about physicality, two guys, here we go, Slipping Jimmy, agree about AFL and basketball, best spectator sports, fellow Cambrian, Kingy, share that to you. The hits in AFL look feral car crash. Like, mate, they just hit people in that sport. My one is this, because I'm trying to always stick to the similar positions and do it. it. And I'm going with guys who I have drafted as well. So I've and I've drafted all of the players, and you guys know that my subset of two guys, who I'm going to save that for next week, because funnily enough, there's not going to be any more games played after tomorrow, and I'm going to be able to sneak the next one in for next week. <laughs> These blokes right here, and Tatum especially, has been someone who has escalated his form in the last three weeks, and we always use that as the sample size, into the top 12. And on the season, Jason Tatum was the pick who consensus we would all agree would be a first-round pick. And he hasn't been a first-round pick all season. Whereas Kawhi Leonard is the first-round pick when he is not injured, not resting, not managed, not blah, blah, blah. And it's really starting to come to fruition now before the All-Star break. In the last three weeks, Jason Tatum has been the sixth-best player in fantasy basketball. Kawhi Leonard has been the fourth-best player in fantasy basketball. So my question is, on gut, who would you guys now take? Because this is the break. We're about to have some downtime. You're about to reassess going into the playoffs. Who do you take? And remember now, our season is smaller. And we haven't any had any kerfuffles of Kawhi. And to give you some data sets over the past three weeks, uh, the last couple of weeks is this. Kawhi Leonard has been 25 points a game, three threes, five rebounds, four assists, 1.3 steals, almost a block, 530 Fuck me sideways and call me spanked from the field and 9.33 from the line. 
Whereas Jason Tatum is starting to do the Jason Tatum things that we all talk about when he hits towards after the All-Star break. He has been at 28 points a game, 3.63s, almost 10 rebounds a game. He's been at 9.3, seven assists, one steal, one block, 486, which is now over his field goal percentage for the season. Um, and his free throw percentage is elite at 938. So who do you take the rest of the way? Because this is this is a really even dead rubber at this point right now in the last three weeks. Like two spaces separate them of all the players in the NBA. But who do you want to ride out at this point in time for your fantasy finals? Because my question is also, I guess a sub-question, would you try and send out some feelers if you were a Kawhi and Leonard owner to get Jason Tatum into your team thinking that he could break down? Or be rested. Do you want to go, Kingy? You want me to? Uh, yeah, yeah, you go, go. Kingy. Um, yeah, look, it's a it's a tough one. I think it would probably depend a little bit on where I am in the standings. Uh, I think yep. if if you're sort of up in the top two, I'd probably go Kawhi, just because I think he's a, he can be a top five player. He is a top five player this year. Yep. Um, but if I'm sort of just in that in that range of sort of five to, to 10 and trying to fight for the playoffs, I think I'd go Tatum. Um, I just, I worry a little bit about this Kawhi injury that he's got now. Um, mm-hmm. I know it doesn't sound serious, but Clippers are going to rest. Like, I just feel like they're going to manage him a little bit over the next two, yeah. three weeks. So he might miss an odd game. He might have some small minutes limits, uh, minutes restrictions. Um, so I think I'd, probably go Tatum. I think he's just a little bit safer given the the injury to Kawhi in the last week. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I will counter that with saying this is the closest that Kawhi Leonard will be and ever has been to an MVP. And I think there is some kind of things where he is rising the ranks for MVP. I'm pretty sure... People, some people have him third behind Jokic and Shea at the moment. Yeah, I think he's my sports bet account. <laughs> no, but um, I, I think there is like an argument to be made. Like, you know, if the Clippers do finish up top, then, you know, you could say like, yeah, Kawhi's been playing unreal. I don't think he'll get it, but like, I think there's an Jesus. argument to be made. So is there a chance that the Clippers will be like, well, Kawhi, if you want to play it, do you want to keep going? Do you want to try and go for this MVP? Go for your first MVP. I reckon there might be a chance. And Kawhi has been very healthy. I know this injury right now is not substantial. It's minute. So there's a chance to go with it. The the counter thing that I bring up to Kingy, and I think Kingy is right. Tatum is always more safer. But as you said, Tatum was out of the first round for the year. And now he's currently top six. What's changed in that aspect? It's that his assists uh, have gone up mm. exponentially. Exponentially, sorry, he's averaging an extra two, while Kawhi's just been doing what Kawhi does. I'm not saying that Tatum can't, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, Tatum's been getting near triple doubles. I'm loving saying it, but like, is this really seeing what we're getting from Tatum? Seeing or Tatum it- rebounding this big, but with if Kristaps stays down for a longer period of time, I think you've, you've hit it on the head. He's, a, he's almost like getting 10 assists, uh, 10 rebounds a game. Like, Skitty, you think like this is we're, we're seeing some Tatum triple doubles in the future? Yeah, I could definitely see some Tatum triple doubles coming in the future. I, I, I think he's a fantastic player. I'd just say, you know, to where he's ranked for the year, which is 14th, and now he's currently sixth. It's got to show a lot for how much the assists are actually impacting how much his overall score has been up in these past three weeks. So, um, I think I would, yeah, I think if I'm at the top, yeah, I lean, I go Kawhi. And then if I'm going down, then I think I do go the certainty, but I don't think it's as far in a way a massive problem as we all think, but just because we have thought that about Kawhi for so long. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I think I don't think you can really go wrong either way though. They're two absolute outstanding, amazing players. So at the end of the day, I don't think it's a lose lose either way. Bullet to your head, who you taking home with you tonight, Skitty? Where it's am I? The, where am I on the ladder? Uh, you're fourth. 
Actually, hold on. I'll bring up. I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring up right now. Where's my friends and family league? I'm going to go straight into the one that we're in together because uh, it's close. Because it's rivalry. It's rivalry week this week, and we're against each other. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it is. I have Tatum. In Tatum? Well, I have Tatum in that league, so I'll take Tatum. No, I've got Tatum in that league. I'm not in that league then because I have Tatum in that league. But that's all right. All right, Kingy. You've got Kawhi. No, you've got Kawhi. Yeah, you go. Oh, your one, Kingy. Yeah, uh, yeah. When when you're reading, uh, Clippers are checked in this year. Yep, they they are all in. They're looking to win. I think. Um, yep. Just quickly going back, I was just flicking through Twitter. Just going back to to the first thing we talked about tonight was Isaiah Stewart and mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? What a dumbass! Um, and <laughs> I can almost guarantee he is not listening. But Josh Lloyd has just posted up on Twitter um, just a comment about it in general. But reading through what he's put here, um, the Pistons re- signed Stewart um, in probably in the off season, and so they have him for four more years. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Another Pistons move because he did uh, did sign that contract in the off season. Like they really yeah. were kind of seeming to him to be their stretch big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another uh, another home run by the Pistons. Um, They're going yeah, well. So. Anyway, let's bring up my uh, my matchup, which you guys haven't even seen. So I'm going the White Boys. Kobe Eric I will bring up uh, their numbers here. I did flick through and find them. Uh, where are they? I'm doing this. I, and I hate. I hated that I traded Kobe yeah. White, and I dropped him earlier in the season as well for another bloke. Though I, oh, that just came back to haunt me because he's been out for 16 games. D. Anthony Melton. So fuck me, Kobe White. Every uh, it's my law with Kobe White. Whenever I drop him, he becomes the best player in NBA. Basketball fantasy, like ridiculous. He's been, if he's, he's been very good this year. Uh, he's been incredible. Last three weeks, he's the 68th ranked player in nine category mm-hmm. leagues, and uh, and Derek White is the 74th. So about mm. half a round between them. Um, yep. Derek White's been really good this year, uh, but yep. has been he's cooled off the last month. Um, he, he was obviously he was like top 30 or something that wasn't sustainable. Um, oh, he, he was top mm, ten. Um, like, yeah, he was top ten when we did one of ours. Jeez, he was. Oh, killing Skitty, Skitty and I did a pod, and he was just like, "Oh my god!" Like it was a, it was a Derek White love fest. Skitty, Skitty loved that train all season long, and yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. For, shout out to you, Skitty. You were the first one who picked up Derek when everyone was going anti Derek White for the season because of Drew Holiday and season. You were the first bloke that I know in any analyst, any mate who said, "Actually, no, I reckon Derek White's gonna be pretty fucking good." Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I mean I'm happy to go first but if one of you guys yep. want to go up with... to you hey it's your show you're the man you're the host you go for me <laughs> I'll start then so for me it comes down this one despite the fact that they play very similar positions uh, on the court for me this comes down to what categories do you need yeah do you need oh, points yeah. and sort of assists? Kobe, do you need defense? Derek White. That that's it's as simple as that. That that's what yeah. I'd be looking at. Um, yeah. because I think they're they're very close over the last three weeks. I think rest of season they'll be very close. Um they'll they'll hover in that same range. But Derek White, uh sorry, Kobe White could be twenty-five points per game rest of the way. Mm. Derek White's oh, easily. Derek White's like fourteen or something, but he, he gets you over a steal, over a block. Um a few assists. He's good from the three-point line. Kobe White's just a volume scorer now, but but his assists have been good. I, I think he's at like six assists this year. Um, no Levine. Yep. They're probably going to push to get in the play-in. I think they're in the play-in at the moment. Yep, they so, are. They're in the bracket for it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's close. I, I think I'd probably lean Kobe White. Ooh, I'm going to support you. I'm going to I'm going to narrowly support you on – on that, just because Kobe can drip those things, if you don't need steals and blocks, like if those are the things you don't need, that's fine. Lean Kobe White. Um, I've been a fan of Kobe White for year for years. I love that again, and I do this because I know that I draft him or I'll pick him up, and then I'll I'll use him or I'll trade him when he's hot, and then he'll go on his spout. But the Zach Levine thing is absolutely untenable. And I know Sam Pope is in chat right now, and he's going. All-star white, snubbed, best ball player in NBA history. Uh, White (laughs) is greater than Jordan and terrible take. And it's so. (laughs) 
And, and that's fine. But Derek White hasn't been that great lately. But he, I think he does see an uptake with Porzingis out. I think we've found what it is in the Celtic system now coming towards the playoffs with him. But I just think there is Kobe White value down the stretch, especially when they start to do whatever. Uh, White is a top three in NBA history. White wouldn't make it, would make it in D1 league. Oh, my lordy, Sam Pope. He might be drinking some little fat lamb a little bit earlier in the afternoon, if you ask me, Kingy. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to ride the Kobe White train just because he's having a year. And the thing is, as well, his efficiency in from the field is always mm. been in question. In 2021, it was 416. 21, 22, it was 433. Last year, it was 443. Um, over the season this year, it's 463. So he's got increased efficiency from the three. He's at four, 397 from three-point land this year. So let's give Kobe White the flowers where he's due. He is 397. I'd like to see Derek White's three-point percentage, actually, for the last three weeks or in the season. Uh, because season, season the last, last three weeks has been 37%. So he's down a fair amount. I'm pretty sure he was like 42. He'd be over yeah, he was over 40. Season. He was over 40 for the season. Sure. Yeah, but I think it's down after the last few games aside from today. I think Kobe it, yeah. Kobe White maybe gets the nod because he has the hair that Derek White wanted. Uh, yes. And then, and then Derek White. Yes, Kingy. That's a very good out. point. It's time to get rid of it. And and thank God. Uh, oh, Jesus. Are they the same? Oh, mate, I thought like, you know, I, I thought I had a really good argument and he just killed me with he had the hair that Derek White always wanted. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. He you tried his best. That's yeah. like having pocket aces. I, I think like, you know, when it does come down to it, yes, Kobe White, if you go and scoring threes, like these kind of like assist kind of categories, because obviously Derek White is on the Celtics and the Celtics have so many weapons, you know, when it comes yeah. to Paul Zingas, Brown, Tatum, um, Holiday. But they are starting to like rest a few of them now. But White's been the one consistent piece that mm. has always stayed there. So when I look at, at, at it as a whole, right, if I don't need scoring, then I'm taking Derek White. Because there, the difference between Kobe and Derek is that Derek can pop off and get these big scoring outbursts. Like we saw today, he had 27 on about, I think it was 62% efficiency or something like that with like five or six threes or something. Had, you know, the other stats as well. Well, Kobe White doesn't get the steals and the blocks. In the last three weeks, Kobe White is still averaging 0.7 steals and no blocks. Derek White averages yeah. still a block per game. So he gives yeah. me a little something, something in everything, and he has the potential to still pop off. So for me, I'm still going to keep riding Derek White. And I know yeah, that might sound Derek. stupid when, you know, Kobe White's going for 23, 24. Even today, he was phenomenal today against the Cavs. He hit, like, I think he hit three contested threes in the last in quarter. The face. And I'm just like, come on, what are you doing here? But I think the all-round game that White is able to provide on a game-by-game basis. Remember, there is three guards that are averaging a steal and a block this year. It's Derek White. Uh, it's Alex Caruso and it's someone else random, I think. It's almost SGA, but he's not. It's probably Fred Van Fleet. It's Fred Freddie Van, Van Fleet. Fleet. That's the other one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So those three and then SGA is at 0.9 blocks. So when you're talking around game, it's Derek. But if you do need the points at a pretty good efficiency and you know he's going to keep rolling with it because Levine's gone and the Bulls need white and they've realized how good they've got now, then yeah. You can keep riding Kobe as well. I did. I think it's going to be about neck and neck for the rest of the year. And to go back to your point, Kingy, as well, this is what you draft guys for as well. Like when you're drafting in a league, and if you get to the point, or if you're looking for a pickup of Kobe White, you're like, what do I need in my team? You're not picking up Kobe White when he's on a downer. If you need steals and blocks, you're not. You're not chasing that. And just like Skitty just said, then if you if you want steals and blocks, mate, you're leaning so hard into Derek White. You you know, you're just putting your arm around him and cuddling him and taking him home. Like that's that's who you want. But I think if you look at the season, I think it just flowers off for Kobe White for hitting it. And interestingly enough, I looked it up. I am shocked to learn this. Did you know that they are both on the exact same three-point percentage on the season? And I wouldn't think 
I would not mm. think that mm. to save my life. They're both at 397 on the season. Wow. And I thought be, Derek would have been killing him in fairness. I thought Derek would be over that because he was on a heater. He was like at 450, 460 at one point. Like the bloke was just there. So uh, what were Kobe White's stats for the first month of the season, ranking, et cetera? Um, Kobe White for the season was handcuffed. I believe he was just inside the top 100 and having uh, I've got his. I've got his numbers up. Oh, please bring uh, it. Lovely. So – Kobe White for the first month. Well, I've done I've done from the start of the season to the end of November. So that's sort of five. Oh, okay, weeks. yep. Yep. Uh, oh, so in the first 20 games, Kobe White was the 135th ranked player yep. in nine right. category leagues. Um, yep. So yeah. He was just inside the draftable territory. He was the flyer territory in the first in the first five weeks of the season. And then if you take him from probably week six to yeah, the last whatever so the Levine's past two first months, out. He's 85th for the past two like, months. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the guy yeah. is – but he always does this, Kobe White. Whenever there's an injury or whenever they need something, he just plug and plays. Like I remember picking him up in like in 2K. I made Kobe White my project in 2K where I just gave him – do you remember that, Skitty? I gave him all the badges you could in my league. I gave him, yeah. I upped him, I gave him more minutes per game. And the guy became better than Harden. Like he was the only thing I could also <laughs> use in the game at that point because I was learning my league. But it's just what he does in real life as well. Like when Kobe White just gets so much ball, there's no other options there. The guy's 39th ranked in the past month. Like mm-hmm. we've never seen this from him before. So it's it's great to see him working. But I think this is actually more of a serviceable thing for let's watch what happens with the Bulls in the offseason or next trade deadline because the lesson here was Zach Levine wasn't traded in Chicago this year. We all know that there's been talk of it. He's a clutch client who's gone out with a foot injury to finish his year or whatever that was needed. Who's to say what happens in the offseason or next year again? If the same speculation happens, Kobe White is probably worth a, a late round fly next year if Chicago stays in the same way, thinking that we could have a Levine trade midseason and getting some love there. So, yeah. Oh, here we go. Life of life of Cuz. No regrets. Dropping. He dropped Kobe White in week four. Upside down. Poor yeah. Cuz. And, and look, I, I do remember because coming into the season, we were we were all about Kobe White saying take him with your last yeah. pick because yep. he, he was pretty good to end last year, and we just thought there's an opportunity here. He's going to start, and he was he was pretty rough to start the season. Yeah. Um, and he was dropped in. Quite a few leagues. I'm. Sh- I mean, I know I've got him now in probably three leagues, and I'm sure at least one of those I would have picked him up off waivers. So yeah. he he was dropped. So you're certainly not alone in dropping him. I, yeah. It was a pretty Odd. common question yeah. at that time. So yeah. um, I'm going to let you boys go because it's yeah. twenty to ten. I've got to write some some blurbs and, and do some other stuff before I go to bed. And we've got to do an insight. I could do an insight pod. You're going to do another pod. So I've got to do, I've got another that. one. Um, I mean, whoever wants to talk, what what's coming up uh, on Insight? I know you've got obviously plenty of AFL. Um, NRL stuff is happening because I've already spoken yes. with, with Braino. I'm going to jump yep, on this show this season. Yes. Um, I'm going to be way out of my depth, but who cares? <laughs> uh, what have you got coming up for basketball? Gee, that's all you, mate. I mean, me and you, we got the heat check, but... You know, every Saturday morning, that's what we do. I think we're having a break this. For we're having a break. Weekend, we're having an all-star. Yeah. We're having an all-star breakfast weekend um, this weekend, where we're just going to basically have post pictures of our breakfast when we should be going live. I've got the chase down coming up tonight because we're going to talk about strategy. I think Skitty may jump on for a five-minute cameo and then bugger off so I can talk strategy rest of the way. Because let's be honest, there's three games tomorrow. We're going to feature those and talk about what you can do after your all-star break to focus in on your teams and some builds and some punts that you might want to look at and some targets. Uh, but Kingy, you're about to get an invitation working on a very special um, runway home jam session again. Got some analysts going to come in uh, for the insight. Ah, yes, I know that you're excited for this. Uh, Skitty's going to be with us. It's going to be an absolute mega. We're working on the first ever either live we might do it live and then do it as a pre-record live nba analyst game show where we do one of those cahoots like we did the other week i'm actually going to do a live game show with the guests online like we you know when we do like that live game show and we play it as analysts it's actually going to be one where everyone who's watching live can jump on and actually play with us for a little bit of fun 
It's the first one I've ever heard of in fantasy basketball world. Okay. So it's just going to be a bit of fun. So we're going to slam a live game show on where you can burst the analysts and have a bit of fun with us and do a bit of a, a heat check jam session coming up really soon. So more details to come on that one on our socials. So follow at InsightFS. Fantasy Sports, do it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, boys. Uh, good to have you on as always. Um, no, thank you, yeah, Follow Insight Sports. As we said, they've got everything covered. Um, unlike me, I only do basketball. I don't have time for, for more than but that. What a um, great job you do as well. You do it. Did you, you've got, and can, uh, let's listen, uh, raise your glass, Skitty, to our one and only Mr. At Adam King 91 You have hit your 10 thousand followers it was a big push for you make sure make sure you like and follow the man if you've never done it before and everything at fbi basketball everything at nbag Wiz at skitty ifs and like and subscribe this podcast ours and and everywhere that gives you good basketball content we love everyone in the basketball community yeah there's plenty of content out there um yeah yeah as it was yeah it's for a hobby that sort of just got a bit out of control and, and thanks. I mean, my wife's probably asleep now, but thanks to her for letting me do this stuff. Um, as I'm sure you, you could say as well. Um, 100%. They are very understanding. Uh, and, and yes, my, my comment tonight, Dale dug a hole for anyone that uh, knows Australian movies will know exactly what that means. Um, yeah. Well, don't wake your kid up. Um, that will do it for tonight. Um Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, Twitter. You'll find us everywhere. Thumbs up, subscribe uh, to, to, to me and, and to Fantasy Basketball International and to Insight Fantasy Sports. We will be back next week with probably a lot to talk about because games will be about to mm-hmm. start, I believe, following the All-Star break. So we should have yep. a lot of injury news and, and some more player matchups. Let me find my exit video. Until next time, catch up. Cue it. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.